This is Dickie Darkside from the Howling Ewoks, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. This episode was taped in front of a live studio audience of stark, raving mad Howling Ewoks. Evil sucks. One is a Grand Arena specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Beskar Armor Mando, or Bam, as I like to call him's kit, was revealed earlier this week. And the bonus drops for IG-11 and Quill have begun. They have? I really hadn't noticed any. Well, we're going to discuss that drop rate controversy coming up. Data mines galore, galactic challenges, packs, and more. We will try to make heads or tails about all of this. Our guest in our incoming transmission is Grim from Reality Skewed Gamers. Yes, my fellow Wasteland Wanderer and, as you said, an amazing member of Reality Skewed Gamers. We will talk to him about his take on SWGOH lately and also other stuff he does with RSG. And right now, as we record this intro, we are waiting on promised info from CG Dojafet on the forums. Along with Patreon's choice on the bridge, we will bring you breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod Cast. I'm your host, Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you today? I'm. I'm. This this final bit of the week has been a load off my shoulders. A lot of things have come together in my personal life. I'm getting the hang of everything and getting into my stride. So I am excited to possibly be able to return to a normal streaming schedule alongside you mm-hmm. uh, coming up. Um, one thing we do want to mention, um, if you are watching live on Twitch, the open um, that we ran with the video of the crawl um, was last month. We apologize for that. Uh, Riverboy, thank you for being a Patreon at the Kyber Combatant level. So there you go. Cascade, thank you very much for the holy cow. Okay, Cascade, thank you for the subscription at eight months. Uh, Force Strong, thank you for the 100 bits. And because of that, uh, you guys started a hype train for Christmas. So is that that? So so it's chew effing chew chew effing chew. Yeah, as uh, as other streamers like to say. So thank you very much. Um, now, Force Strong gave gave me the uh, gave the hundred bits because I did sing "All I Want for Christmas Is Luke" in the GA Center uh, Patreon leaderboard. So he was making good on that. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, is that back? Is that event back? Uh, well, we, we will talk about that shortly. 
Mm-hmm. We will definitely talk about that shortly, but let's address the big elephant in the room. The biggest elephant in the room for this week is the fact that as of today, thank you, uh, um, thank you, Schnarman, for the subscription, uh, and thank you, Hellenics, for the shiny nickel. Um, the biggest elephant in the room is Galactic Challenges. They include at the very end. Thank you for gifting a sub to Zaz, Sir Boss. At the very end of the list of feats for these, this galactic challenge is to have a seven-star uh, Mando. Yeah, a seven-star bam, yeah. A seven-star Beskar Mando. Beskar Mando came out two days ago. Thank you for the penny, JJ. Um... You know, he that's almost as bad. This is almost as bad as when territory battles used to be random. Do you remember that, Neil? Yeah. Yeah. When territory battles used to be random, they would include just recently released characters in the platoons that you needed. Thank you, JJ Manners, for gifting a sub to Zaron169. Um. And so it kind of feels like they took a huge step backwards. Dickie Darkside, thank you for the hundred bits. Um, and so they answered it this way. And, and this um, Doja did give out, as I, as I said in the open, he did come back and give us information. Quote unquote, from the words of Doja Fett as of less than an hour ago. As of this recording, as we continue to experiment, thank you, Cascade, for the 100 bits. As we continue to experiment with different requirements and feat structures for galactic challenges, it's possible, even likely, that they will take various forms moving forward. So, while the feats and requirements for the current round of Galactic Challenges are set, they are subject to change in the future as we work through various versions of the Galactic Challenges. Thank you, JJ Manners, for the five bits. Um, along with their feats and requirements, you will still be able to complete uh, to compete in this season of Galactic Challenges while earning most of the rewards, even if your Mandalorian Beskar armor, or BAM, as you say, Neil, doesn't meet the requirements to complete the final tier of rewards. JJ Manners, thank you very much for the shiny nickel. To reiterate, these recent events and galactic challenges are part of our attempts to experiment with different ways of presenting units, content, and rewards. 25 bits from Cascade, Sir Boss, getting us really close to tier three of that hype train. Thank you for gifting out the sub there. To reiterate, these recent events and galactic challenges are part of our attempts to experiment with different ways of presenting units content. They say content here and rewards. The next round of events and galactic challenges may very well be different as we continue to focus on what Galaxy of Heroes looks like moving into the future. Level JJ Manners with the nickel and penny and Hellenics with the uh, three shiny nickels. Taken us into level three hype train. Chew. They did. They did. Thank you very much, guys. It means so very much, especially with the uh, with Christmas around the corner. <laughs> so, Neil, 
Yeah. The next round of events and galactic challenges may very well be different as we continue to focus on what Galaxy of Heroes looks like moving into the future. So the yeah, but everything's subject to change, so that really doesn't mean much, does it? <laughs> it doesn't mean much in this situation, as you say. I mean, the, j- just from, from my from uh, thanks for the one hundred bits cascade. Uh, no, just from my uh, from my point of view, there have been so many times where that subject to change has reoccurred and has, you know, gone into effect. Um, that you know, when they say this is how we want to do something, um, I'm I'm not always convinced that that's what they're going to do. Oh, thank you very much, Llama, our resident Llama for the 500 biddies. Uh, so yeah, I, it's not something that it really, really isn't something that overly com- uh, um, concerns me. It really, really isn't. So many times they've said we are going to do X, subject to change, or we are going to do Y, subject to change, and then. The X or the Y hasn't happened because subject to change. So um, I, I wouldn't. I, it's really, really. I really wouldn't be too overly concerned. I don't. Don't be too overly concerned with it. Um, okay. you're not overly concerned with it, but but. Oh, I know that there are going to be some. You know, there are going to be people that are going to be concerned with it. Um. Uh, oh, uh, the JJ with a gifted sub. Whoa. <laughs> And we hit we hit level three. We finished level three. Hype train. Chew. Effin. Chew. We are on to level. And, and Llama just gifted five subs out. Wow. Get the thanks out. Thanks. Say say thank you to the Llama, everybody. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I I get that there are going to be um. Uh, I get that there are going to be people that are concerned um i'm just saying there's no need to be overly so, so the, I, i'm not trying to uh you know i'm not trying to caca people's concerns i'm just saying don't be too over concerned um see i'm i'm reading into it more though i'm think, reading yeah, into think, the words of what galaxy of heroes looks like moving into the future well what is what is the sentence that concerns you so much that you and that you think concerns other gamers so much they continue to focus on what it'll look like in the future if it's gonna look like beskar mando in in that all the time i don't really like yeah, we them making those grabs yes we can't you know, make, i'm just saying we can't need, make specific speculation mate because if we make specific we can't really make specific speculation because it's joined to the show and we can't talk about the show because that would involve spoilers. If you catch my drift. There's- I, I do. I do. I, I do understand that. And we do want to mention, guys, um, we be- uh, Neil and I both believe that and to take Neil's words um, from him in a way, everybody deserves to see this last episode of Mandalorian without being spoiled. Absolutely. So we will not be spoiling anything about no. this week's episode. No. Now, absolutely not. Thank you very much, JJ Manners, for the penny. Hellenics for the five shiny nickels. Cascade for the ten bits. Thank you very much, guys. Um. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I could they do this with future legendary characters 
from I mean who I mean and it's we the know fact the that it's a legendary and not a marquee exactly. mainly that, yeah. that's yeah. the bigger that's the bigger onus and that's why it's the elephant in the room not just the nagging issue yeah thank you uh, sir boss for so, the two so, shiny nickels would it be correct to say that your um, your concern is that every time there's a new character that's introduced into the game that they might put the a feat in galactic challenges um that connects directly to a character whether it's marquee or legendary or gl that comes in at that same time so let's say hypothetically oh thank you plasma for the 100 bits so let's say hypothetically um at the same time the next galactic challenges comes out they release marquee scout trooper and then they put a feat in galactic challenges that is only um possible if you seven star said marquee character is that your concern you hit the nail on the head jj manners thank you for the shiny nickel right okay uh, so your concern you, you, you is you said that, yeah. you hit it on the head because you said seven star yeah seven stars if if it scales up two star three star four star five star if it scales up like that i have no problem with it i really don't because that very very top 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 tier should be not technically should be thank you thank Lama, you. for the thank 500 you, bits and cascade for the uh 10. um that very top tier i'm okay with it being whale fodder i'm not okay with it being kraken fodder thank you for the nine bits ray rock five uh for the shiny nickel hellenics for the second shiny nickel hellenics um Okay, Ooh. I'll I'll get Ooh. to your shiny nickels. <laughs> Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs> Ooh, a piece it's of like candy. James Woods for that Family Guy Ooh, episode. Piece of candy. That's what we need to do. We need to do that. We need to we need to take that. Oh, um, there we go. Level four has been hit. Thank you very much. That's the thank thank you, Llama. Taking us over level four. We're into level five. Uh, that's what we we need to do. That as a, we need to do that as a GIF. So every time somebody does a nickel. It's you know it's the it's the James Wood animation it's a James Wood gif or gif however people pronounce it from that Family Guy episode going oh piece of candy oh piece of candy oh so every time somebody don't I don't know five I don't know bits, if we would do the I don't know if we do a sound for for five bits but nonetheless come yeah, on that. it'd be fun it'd be fun because people well, we'll would just think spam about it for non show how about non show okay for non show all other streams. Okay. <laughs> all right so we uh um for our live twitch audience we are in a level five hype train you guys are amazing we thank you very very much um you're you've almost broken me especially after the week that i've had <laughs> yeah see the llama agrees with me the nickel is a meme at this point gotta do a yes we have see the llama agrees with me we have to do the sound game but, but, but okay but we can't do james wood's ooh piece of candy because that is a sound bite from a show that's copyrighted yeah but so are all of the other sound gifts from various different other sci-fi shows that are that people use everybody does them we're, we're trying to do it right thank you for the 400 bits llama okay thank so you captain <laughs> I think she is captain right yeah, now. She is the, the millennial captain, fulcrum. Yeah, I'm right. She's the captain of the millennial fulcrum. All right. Um, so that was the big, that was the big onus in the room. It's worrisome to me, but we'll see where it goes. 
So let's go ahead. Let's get into the state of the galaxy. Can I read it in my my very my, can I or because I let you know you know how I enjoy orating. Well, okay. We've got we've got it looks like we've got three sections. We've got the main section. Let me, uh, we've got the main section. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the very top. Hi, Hero Table Hollows. Welcome back to another report from the Outer Rim. We've been eagerly monitoring the releases this month as we holy into the crap. Hall. Holy. You're going to break him, Seth. You're going to break him. <laughs> Thank you for the biddies. That takes us to level five. Hype train. Chew effing chew. I'm going to get through it and I'll break after this here. Uh, we've been eagerly monitoring the releases this month in the heart of the holiday season. We have some big announcements to do, so let's dive in. Um, they announced that 136 completions of the challenge tier beast. I'm going to try to get through this without crying. Um, challenge tier rancor had been done. The pit fighters have slugged it out for a combined 136.9 billion. That's with a B, and I'm holding my pinky billion. to the edge of my mouth. Yes. Uh, congratulations that, to the guilds that have braved these nightmarish depths. That being said, Neil, there are some some guilds. I don't know if they actually are counting some of the guilds that use APKs. We know of at least three behind the scenes. And uh, we've reported those. Um, they'll continue to follow the overall performance of guilds in this mode. Additionally, they've been monitoring the release of Relic 8 and reviewing the feedback as it comes in. I'm going to quickly jump away, and then I'm going to have you run back to um, run back to the uh, State of the Galaxy. A post released from Doja in regards to this pit challenge raid. Um, he says, because people have said that, that it got harder as yeah. time went on. Um, so the, the challenge tier rank or raid, like all raids with a high degree of difficulty at release is intended to be a difficult challenge requiring very close guild coordination. Um, it's hard to read through tiers here. Um, We've had guilds complete the raid, so we know it's possible for these high-end guilds to do so. When the heroic versions of Sith and Tank premiered, they were also extremely difficult. Over time, raids have become uh, bantha fodder for most guilds as strategies emerge. Like these raids, CT Rancor. I'm going to call this CTR. I kind of like CTR. The CTR is similarly positioned. And it will be waiting for you when your guild is ready, and eventually you'll be able to best the beast. They didn't talk about the fact that people did um, that that it got harder, apparently. And you were ta telling me about this. Why don't you yeah, elaborate? Yeah, I'd, I'd seen a couple of people. I've I've seen some tweets. Um, and uh, I'd seen some posts on Reddit that people had commented on that um, after an update, it it went god tier. So people were trying, people who had tried it the first time um, and and had been successful with certain teams, uh, obviously multi-factioned teams. We're not talking about, you know, standard faction teams here. 
um, but uh, theory crafted teams um, then found out that those same teams um, had not been as successful as they had the first time around. Um, and that obviously something had occurred uh, during the uh, something had occurred uh, during the uh, during a hot fix um, to change the difficulty of the CTR as you're now referring to it as. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, there there are, there are I, I I haven't seen people not complaining about it. So obviously it's still um, an issue as it currently stands. Yeah, um, but we but we, we, last... we won't know because we we don't know for sure because it has not the the issue that has been raised on social media has not been um, sufficiently addressed. Um, directly by CG. I mean, that's not to say it won't be. He may address, you know, he may, he's probably seeing the same posts on social media that I'm seeing. Uh, so, you know, um, uh, cogs will be ticking, um, um, wheels will be rolling, motors, you know, every, things will be, you know, the engine will be churning and I'm sure he's probably asking and it's probably being tested uh, so that, uh, you know, any issues can be um, located um, and issues can be resolved or rolled back you know, and they can do a you know a different kind of hot fix this has happened before you know they've rolled out hot fixes and you know a hot, a, a hot fix in position a of the game can you know sometimes screw up something in area b of the game you know that not not to go into specifics but you know where, where code is concerned uh if you change a piece of code in one area it can have an adverse effect not always but it can have an adverse effect in another area of the game so uh so shall i continue with the rest of the uh state real quick 10 uh 10 subs were gifted by llama three shiny nickels from hellenics and then the llama activated her uh her renewal renewed subscription two minutes ago Activate. so thank you for all of those um okay uh there the, the problem i see with with some of this though and then we'll pop back to the state of the galaxy the problem i see with a lot of this is this game gets a lot of word of mouth especially from us especially from you know there are people in my family that have said Hey, I know you're a Star Wars fan. Have you seen this Galaxy of Heroes? And I'm like, well, gee, you know, I'm glad you're, you know, I'm glad you're paying attention to Facebook. I host a show about that. But nonetheless, um, going into Christmas, when most people are gathering around other family members and friends, a lot of the answers today are not going to want to make people talk positively about it. And that, no. and I worry about that because I, you and I love this game, Neil. Yes. And, and, and I, and I totally 100% get that, but you know, there are other things happening um, in the, there are other things happening in the star Wars galaxy that, you know, people are going to be talking about over Christmas. I mean, look at the announcement from Lucasfilm the other day with all of those shows. You know, yeah, nine shows and then all Mando. of yeah. those new shows and movies that are, I mean, the people are going to be talking about that for 
weeks you know i mean i've yeah. i myself have engaged in several conversations just about the ahsoka show and the um the rogue squadron movie that's going to be getting done um that, so, yes, so there, is, there are lots and lots of things to talk about regarding um you know tv shows and movies in the star wars universe so there are a lot of distractions out there at the moment um that people are going to be focusing on which will, you know, move people's focus off the game other than those, uh, other than the, the core, you know, the hardcore group of people that, you know, eat, sleep, drink and live this game on a daily basis as opposed yeah. to casual players. Or, or, for example, people like myself who do galactic challenges extremely casually. You know, your concerns regarding... Um, galactic challenges are not my concerns because I don't have concerns regarding galactic challenges. I do what I can if I can get tier three or tier four or tier five. I'm that's it. You know, I I, I do it and I'm done. So the concerns okay. that you have over galactic challenges are different from like just like if they were to do something massive in GAC that would concern me, it might not necessarily concern you. I'm going to point this out. What is happening in this situation is that if you used to be able to get the fourth box, barely, let's just for, you know, hypothetical situation here, Neil, if you have, you know, gotten to the point where you might be able to normally get the fourth box, but because of the inclusion of BAM, you are only going to be able to get the third box you i think you'd be upset because that you know the difference between that and the and the next box could be gear that you really need could be the the slicing materials for mods now for me the last two boxes are the same except for some additional slicing materials i'm okay with that i'm okay with getting that next to last box but for someone like you i'm actually worried for you neil in this situation but see, anyway, that just 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 quickly, uh, all I care about getting the character shards. That's it. Nothing else. I don't care about the gear and I don't care about the slicing material. I don't care about the slicing material because I've sliced nine mods and I speed hasn't hit once. So I don't care about that slicing material anymore. I don't. I don't care about the slicing material and I don't care about the gear I get because the well, gear that I get, I concern, you know, the other stores, I know where I get it. I know where I'm guaranteed to get it. So I only concern myself with places where I know I'm guaranteed to get gear. I'm, I don't get concerned about gear that is a what if. I, and, and and I'm you know, like, I'm just, I'm not, you know, and I know that this one that recently just gone, if I'd bumped the speed of my resistance characters i could have done tier seven i couldn't even be bothered to swap my mods around to make my resistance fast enough to be at a clear seven that's how little concern i had as long as i'm getting the character shards the 10 the 10 the 10 i'm happy but like well, you know there are other people because you're, you're a farming person and you know what i may mm -hmm. be desensitized to that you are absolutely right i may be desensitized to that because I just finished every single farmable character today by finally getting my um, my uh, resistance hero Finn 
to seven stars. So anything that's on the hard notes, I'm done with. Mm-hmm. But I, I may be tone deaf to that. But I'm still worried for the fact that you are getting less rewards than you should normally be able to get. Now, that being said, Neil, let's take a break. And on the other side of the break, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk about the rest of the state of the galaxy and you will get to orate. Thank you, because I really, really want to. You know, I like I know. reading these posts. I know. Okay. And, and, and this is the uh, this is your time to shine mm-hmm. right after this break right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. The following Guild Classified is brought to you by Doombringer. Do you think Watt Tambor is the only true galactic legend? Do you like to play seriously without the constant stresses of meeting lofty expectations? Does your current home not give you the return on your investment that you seek? Then look no further and join Doombringer of the Techno Union. Doombringer is a friendly and independent perennially overachieving guild with 280 plus million GP and it's looking for a few active and engaged members. We boast an impressive 130 and 12 TW record with no micromanagement or sandbagging while maintaining a relaxed approach across all guild events. Doombringer features lots of experienced players who love to help others work through teams, mods, and strategies to find success in all game modes. 
If you love to play Swaga, want to have success and fun, and have a good attitude and a focused roster, then we're a good match. We request 600 tickets per day and a roster with potential. Find our contact info on SWGOH.GG and we'll chat about your potential future as part of the greatest guild in the galaxy. Would you like to hear your guild featured right here on the Escape Podcast Guild Classifieds? Reach out to us on our Discord server and post in the on-air classified room under the Yavin 4 Network Hello, Studios. I am Andy Beads, commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion. And I'm Camp Director Flair of Gaming Embers. We are the officers of the Chain Gang. We're a collection of Twitch streamers that like to stream our Grand Arena Championship battles. In Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. We feature accounts of all sizes. From the large accounts like Fruit Ninja Mike. To the small accounts like, well, mine. We have Grand Arena action for all viewers. With names like The Llama, Ran B, Dr. Zeppers, Mr. Jigabachi, Geek Girl 1980, Rico, Kate Gaming, Flair, Andy Beads, and the Escape Podcast's own The Nev. We bring you continuous game action every day during the attack phase. Check us out and ride the raid chain from streamer to streamer with us. The Chain Gang is a proud feature of the Escape Pod Castaways. See you on the chain, ya hosers. The Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. We're into our second segment, and we are going to finish the State of the Galaxy. I, in my best public schoolboy accent, will now continue. State of the Galaxy. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> okay in the immortal words of monty python get on with it (laughs) get on with it as we round out our content for the mandalorian we are proud to bring the mandalorian beskar armor to the hollow tables this beskar clad anti-hero has traveled the galaxy far and wide to bring his ward the child back to its people the mysterious jedi the Mandalorian Beskar armor will be coming to you by way of a hero's journey. Follow him as he transforms from a member of the scum and villainy to a reluctant hero and foster father. Unlike other heroes' journeys, his special event will immediately be available in the journey guide forever. Okay. See? Wait, wait a minute. He's going to be, he's a foster father? I want to see the adoption papers. Okay. Maybe there's, you know, there's no, maybe there's just no adoption papers in a galaxy far, far away. You know, maybe they're just freer. With with all the, with all the bureaucracy that, that befell the empire, there has to be some sort of, you know, some Um, sort of accountability. Maybe on bureaucratic planets, but not the, not the outer rim, clearly. All right, keep going. Keep going. CG Dojafet discussed the requirements on a recent podcast with Galactic War Report. You can find a write-up of the interview on swgohevents.com. But for this hero's journey, you will need seven star versions of Grief Karga, Cara Dune, Queel IG-11, and The Mandalorian, the brown armor version of The Mandalorian. That was released back in April. 
The only hard requirement is having the characters at seven stars, but we will recommend having those characters at level 85, gear 10, and at least five dot mods. The difficulty will be in the line, sorry, the difficulty will be in line with other Heroes Journey events, but I'm sure players will figure out a way to do it with less. <laughs> right. So I, I do have to admit, and this is probably after somebody has has t been a keyboard warrior on the YouTube channel and typed in that, you know, Fost Foster's is not adoption. Yes, I get it. I, I, I heard what I said after I said it. All right. Continue, Neil. Three of those required characters are already farmable, but Quill and IG-11 haven't reached farmable status on the hollow tables yet. Let's quickly walk through how they will be unlocked, because it's a bit different than normal. First, both Quill and IG-11 will be available as additive drops on all cantina nodes from December the 16th through January the 6th. Quill and IG-11 will then move to hard nodes right as the additive drops on Cantina nodes end on January the 6th. Okay. Rapid. Okay, go on then. So, I was going to wrap up 2020. Okay, well, I just want to point out that Doja Fett also made a um, statement on the drop rates for IG-11 and Quill. We've been having a problem. You, well, you, you said that you spent how much... The first, the first, because you, yeah, the first day that the first day that the uh, the extra drops were available, I spent uh, three hundred crystals on refreshes, thinking I would be at a drop, you know, a fair old amount of shards. I got three of one and four of another for three hundred crystal. I was expecting more than that, but it was like a one and a one, and then a one and a one, and then a one and a two. So, so you got three of them and four of another. And what what node are you uh, What node were you simming? Uh, I was doing relic materials. Relic materials. Okay. So yes, when when there was the galactic chases before, you know, you, let's let's actually say that you got seven materials out of that. You got about a thirty percent drop rate. If, 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 you if, say my, so. if my quick math is right, you got a 30% drop rate of a shard. Three of them were, you know, three of them were one and four of them were the other. Mm -hmm. So from my experience on this, it has been a 30 to 40% drop rate on the relic nodes, but it is a 50-50 shot on what you get. Yeah, I I did a uh, I I did a test of a 100 crystal refresh on a 8 spending 8 not a 16 because obviously it's 16 for elite materials. So I did an 8 and I did a full 100 crystal refresh. I think it was one of the Manda Mandalorians. Um I'm not 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 Gar Sax on the other one. Imperial Super Commando. Yeah, Imperial Super Commando spent a uh, full 100 crystal refresh on him, got zero. None. No shards of either character. Nothing. <laughs> well, that's a 0% drop rate. That's a 0% drop rate, um, yeah. Uh, straight from Doja Fett's mouth, uh, this was just an hour before showtime. To clear up any potential confusion surrounding drop rates for IG-11 and Quill, the drop rate scales based on the cost of a node. So it is scaling. This is now confirmed. 
This means the overall drop rate for shards is even across the nodes, and you can farm these shards from 6 energy nodes to 20 energy nodes at the same efficiency. <laughs> I didn't think that Cantina was 6. I thought the minimum was 8. Yeah, the minimum is 8. Yeah, and the top was 16. The top 16, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Um, they say the SWGOH events article we linked to explains this mechanic clearly. Does not explain it clearly. No, it does not. Um, and what they said, we usually don't share drop rates for events. Anything about drop rates on SWGOH events is speculative and likely based on their estimations. So he just threw, in my opinion, he threw Sig Sig under the bus. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know if Sig Sig is hanging out in chat. He's usually a good, uh, an awesome listener of the show. Um, but did you feel for uh, Sig? Did you feel thrown under the bus? I, I'd like to know from him. I really would. All right. Let's okay, wrap let's, up 2020. Go ahead. Let's wrap up 2020. While 2020 was an eventful year outside the cantina, it was an eventful year as well for those who played on the hollow tables. We brought you the first Galactic Legends and Jedi Knight Luke finally appeared in Galaxy of Heroes. Hooray! Both were huge milestones for the game. But in addition to that, there have been a number of reworks, new characters from season one of The Mandalorian, new tiers for assault battles, and a brand new gear mode gear mode game mode with galactic challenges part of this year was dedicated to working on tools to generate content faster and the first results from utilizing those tools were galactic challenges we will continue to expand this node based on your feedback and will be making improvements throughout 2021 we are also preparing to produce even more game modes and continue to expand the volume of events can create with that in mind we will be stepping up galactic challenges to twice a week starting mid-december and are excited to see what 2021 holds the galaxy of heroes ladies and gentlemen the dramatic rendition of the nev in the state of the galaxy throw roses throw Actor. roses <laughs> <laughs> you know so, some people don't like thespians. Thespians are awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, and I get the uh, I get the onus. Not that I've been using that word a little too much lately. I get the pleasure, the dubious pleasure of reading the early 21, 2021 plans. We're wrapping up our plans for 2021 over the next few weeks and preparing for another year of Swaga. Large and small, we've made adjustments to the game this year. Going into the next year, uh, they're going to eye continuing expansion, renovation of many systems and characters. Renovation, expansion, renovation of systems and characters. I like that. It's been five years since the launch, and they continue to attract new players all the time. They're committed to bringing them the best introduction to Galaxy of Heroes while continuing to serve the longtime players. So they, and the way they said it, continuing to serve you, comma, our longtime players uh, with the best new Star Wars content we can. They did that. They did, they did that in a way with BAM. They really did, Neil. Mm -hmm. And I was excited about that until the drop rate fiasco. 
So anyway, uh, we can't wait to look back on the sixth anniversary and see all the changes we've made together. It also means more exciting Star Wars characters, events, quality of life updates, and some special surprises. Mm, okay. Okay. And here is where there was a little bit of contention with some of our Patreons. Um, here. Here's a sneak peek of the next character coming to Galaxy of Heroes. And it's a picture of the armorer. I like the picture of the armorer. The picture of the armor at the very bottom has extra extra space. So what that tells me, they brought in the Jawa scavenger as a character for when they were doing, uh, what's it called? Rel uh, salvage. Relic salvage. 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 Mm -hmm. I think they're going to. Oh, do you don't think that they're bringing in there as a character? You'll think that they're bringing her in as some kind of armorer, uh, literally I as will, an armorer. I I do suspect that, and if I am wrong, I will write down the words "the armorer" on a piece of paper, and I will eat it live on the show if I'm wrong. No, hey, no. I mean, we we've all, uh, one of the things that a lot of people have been asking uh, in this game for you know since forever is the ability to take materials that you have lots of or currency that you have lots of and to be able to convert it into something else maybe that's what the armorer will do you know maybe you could take your one hundred thousand ally points and convert it to i don't know one thousand of another currency or maybe you could convert it to a you know whatever gear that you want like they could create a menu system like the uh, e like the jar with scavenger so you know instead of converting pieces of gear into relic material you can convert anything into anything else you know for a price you know that that could be i mean it would be more than welcome you know there are i mean there are people that have been playing this game for donkey's years that i mean i've got like 5,000 of something, 5,000 another, 5,000 of another. I mean, I could convert it all to relic materials, but that, for that specific piece of relic salvage, I don't need to convert 5,000 of A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. I, it's just, yeah, just just too much of it. So uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer to see her as a character. I must admit, I would, I would I like don't. to see her. I would love to see her as a character. I think, I, I think we, another we Mando coming fight. to the game would be great. We saw her fight once. Yeah, but she was so badass. She was so badass, but there were lots of better, uh, you know, better characters throughout the two seasons that kicked more ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were, and 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 maybe we will see them in twenty twenty one. Who knows? We don't know. Um, it'll depend entirely on you know what Lucasfilm and Disney. Uh, would you know like to promote um you know and th they'll they'll say oh you know we'd like these characters promoted or we'd like this promoted um could you crack on with those i mean i mean if i'm being honest i i, I can see the bad batch at some point you know all five of those guys will come out at some point um and then they'll promote the hell out of it on social media with commercials you know go play star wars galaxy of heroes you can get the bad batch you know things like that so uh yeah but um i just see the, i just see the guy from uh from clerks going ooh navy seals when it comes to the bad batch <laughs> yeah so yeah 
I mean, there, there is there is one thing that I would like to see before CG go on break. I don't know. Would you know what date? What when do they go on break? When does CG go on break? Probably they did this week. Probably they did. You know, just recently. Worst case scenario, if they are like any other place they will um they'll still work through wednesday okay well um i I would i would like to because they've done it before um they did it with uh they did it with carrie fisher um they did you know they did it with leia they did it with chewy and i think um jeremy bullock deserves um special mention um and a special title and a special picture because unfortunately, you know, the original, the OG Boba Fett shuffled off this mortal coil recently. And, um, you know, I'd like to see um, a special title and a uh, a new um, pro, uh, a new pick, a new avatar pick. You know, well, coolest lost- bounty hunter in the galaxy. That would be... We also lost, Bo- uh, we also lost Vader. Yes, we also lost Vader. So, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice if, if the actors that played those characters could get uh you know uh, similar recognition it'd be nice it would it very well would all yeah, right so yeah. we have a camera or we have a camera i looked at your camera and said camera we have a calendar that dropped <laughs> oh yeah this this stirred up some controversy oh yeah <laughs> So I'm going through, I don't see two day gaps. I don't see any two day gaps at all so far. I'm just going through a little bit quicker. Yeah. So no two day gaps. Uh, We do have the territory battles at regular intervals. We have uh, territory wars at regular intervals. Now we have two galactic challenges per week which we expected but you you host a show Mm -hmm. yeah i do on tuesday nights Mm -hmm. wednesdays during uh during the uh grand arena championship end week called ga center right here on the escape pod castaways channel escape podcast on twitch the first week is going to be 3v3, Neil. It's the entire month. Starting January 11th. Yeah, it's the month. That, the it, first I, month. You can talk about this while I just verify that they aren't trying to stuff one in right away. Yeah, no. The uh, the first month, the next month's GAC is going to be 3v3 and fleet. Um, it's it's almost, I mean, it's it's alternated for the last five months it's gone 3v3 5v5 3v3 5v5 and now another 3v3 it's almost as if they have it's almost like they've fallen into an alternating system of one 3v3 and then one 5v5 because uh, the first month of season two of ga center is going to be dreaded 3v3 <laughs> and there are some gac competitors that we cover on GA Center that really, really, and I mean like really, hate 3v3 with a vengeance. Micaeus hates it. DPK mega loathes it. I mean like really, really hates it. You know, if, if, if he could, you know, punch it somewhere really painful, I'm sure he would punch <laughs> 3v3 somewhere really, really painful. 
Um, and then there are a bunch of other competitors that just don't like 3v3. Especially because of the uh, the whole uh, um, 4GLs situation. Um, GLs in 3v3, uh, a bit like back when it was, uh, yeah, a bit like when the, the JKR Darth Revan meta was around for GAC. You, you go back. Or Malik. Uh, yeah, you if, if you go back, if you go back a solid 12 months before all of the GLs, um, if you had Jedi Knight Revan, Darth Revan, and Malik, and your opponent didn't, you were screwed. You were screwed. You were absolutely screwed because your opponent would put them on defense and you weren't getting past them. Maybe if you had one or the other, but uh, yeah, I, I remember those early days when, before even Darth Revan came out. If you had Jedi Knight Revan and you put him on defense and your opponent didn't have Jedi Knight Revan, you were screwed. Um, so this meta, you know, the, the, having the four GLs, it's no different now to what it was like back then. And, you know, 12 months from now when we have even more legendaries and even more GLs in the game, you know, it, it it's not going to be the GLs because, you know, off the uh, the uh, off meta counters will be, you know, solid then. Um, you know, theory crafters, you know, please <laughs> come up with more off meta counters. <laughs> All right. Let's get into really quick. We do have to touch on the kit for the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, he is um, he is a light side character. He is a leader, a scoundrel, and an attacker. So you're going to be able to use him in credit heist if you want. If if that's where you're at, you can use him in the credit heist. You can use him in the uh, in the mod one. You know the scoundrels with Kira and you know the one they brought out during solo. So his basic is uh, boot shank. Uh, no, it's called Death Strike. Um, he pulls out a knife from his boot and shanks the nearest character. <laughs> um, does damage over time for three turns, and if they're already de- de- if he's if they're already experiencing a debuff, hits him again. So, um, the next one is Disciplined Setup. His first special has a cooldown of four. Basically, he does nothing. Um. And he can only use Swift Takedown, which is another, uh, which is a special that pops up once you've used this. Um, the next time he uses an ability, until he uses Swift Takedown, he can't assist, he can't counterattack, but he does ignore Stealth, Taunt, and he gains one stack of Whistling Birds whenever an enemy takes damage. So if you have like AoEs, on your team, use the AOEs during that time. He'll get a bunch more Whistling Birds. Mm-hmm. Um, whistling Birds last until Swift Takedown is used or until the until Bam is defeated. And what Whistling Birds do is deal true damage to the enemy for each stack using Swift Takedown. Special 2, Wonder of the Force. This is where we get a second um, a second Baby Yoda. If you have IG-11, you can have a clone of Baby Yoda. Gee, that sounds familiar. Um, on the field, along with, uh, along with Bam. And he will dispel all debuffs on scoundrel allies and, equal protect- and equalize protection. And then they recover 20% protection and remove 20% turn meter from enemies which can't be evaded. And then... 
Bam and a target other scoundrel ally get damage immunity, Neil. Mm, yeah. For a turn, you know, which can't we... be copied, dispelled, prevented, and tenacity up for two turns. And but Baby Yoda starts on cooldown. We know we're going to call this this either Grogu or Baby Yoda. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're every, I mean, we called it along with every other content creator that in some way you were going to be able to summon the child, Baby Yoda, Grogu. And, and that there was going to be some kind of buff or healing mechanism in summoning him. And that's exactly what we've got. You know, and everybody called it. Everybody called it. We all said that they're probably not going to do the character on his own. They're going to make it a summoning ability of the Mandalorian. And that's exactly what we got. Yeah. So, all right. Special three, swift takedown. This can only be used immediately after discipline setup. It inflicts healing immunity for two turns on everybody. Deals physical physical damage to them and loses one stack of whistling birds for each enemy damaged in this way. So if you let's say you have 20 whistling birds. It's going to go after the lowest health enemy. And then any remaining whistling birds will go to the next lowest health enemy. You can take out two to three characters in one shot mm-hmm. by targeting only one. And if the lowest health enemy has or doesn't, if you're taunting, or if you're shooting at someone that does not have taunt, because remember, <laughs> you can ignore taunt. It's going to be hitting the lowest health enemy, which is good. It, the attack cannot be countered or evaded and enemies defeated by the whistling birds swift takedown can't be revived <laughs> and so it's how good. about that? i mean it, i i it's I, i've i've had a busy couple of days so i haven't had uh i haven't really had the opportunity to um uh, watch any of the content creators that you know tend to immediately wail on uh you know when a legendary comes out and get them straight away i mean obviously the Grand Admiral did it. Pretty sure Gom did it as well. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I wish I had seen some videos, but, you know, I was very busy yesterday and I've been extremely busy today and I'm going to be very busy again tomorrow. So yeah. probably going to be a while. Um, it's probably going to be a while before I see it. I mean, I might, uh, hopefully I'll catch um, uh, Arnold's uh, a GAC uh, before the end of the week, because there's no doubt in the back of my mind he's going to use it. So yeah, being, you know, it, it, you seeing it in the field as opposed to you know testing it on squad arena teams. In time. Sorry, he would not have had him unlocked in time. Oh, no, no, they wouldn't. No, not going to be able to see this in GAC until next yeah. week. Yeah, not going to yeah. be able to see Bam in the field in the GAC field until uh, until next week. So good point there. Yeah. I do want to uh, quickly acknowledge uh, uh, follower 807, uh, Legacy Hunter 13. Thank you very much. You you followed back a little while ago, and I missed saying thank you because that was in the middle of the hype train. Um, thank you very much for following Legacy Hunter 13. Let's get through the uh, these uh, last two. I'm going to get through Leader and Unique 1, and then we're going to take a break and get uh, Grim on the show here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we are pushing towards 1,000, though. Um would love to see 850 by the end of the month, if possible. Tell your friends, follow the page. We appreciate each and every single one of you. All right. Leader. Season tactics. For each scoundrel ally, 
Scoundrel allies gain 5% max health, max protection, and offense. And whenever an enemy takes damage, Scoundrel allies gain 2% turn meter. So an AoE will give all Scoundrel allies, if it's a team of five, Actually, no. Whenever an enemy takes damage, if it's an AOE, Scoundrel allies on a 5v5 team will gain 10% turn meter. That's not too shabby. No, that's not too shabby And if it's a double tap, it's 20% turn meter. And just think, wait a minute, Whistling Birds goes up to 20. Yeah, 20 times 2. That's 40% turn meter at full full tilt. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And finally, he does have a Zeta. That Zeta is called Protective Intuition. The Mandalorian is immune to ability block and has plus 40 potency and tenacity. And every time a scoundrel ally, the first time each scoundrel ally falls below 75% health, Bam dispels all debuffs on himself, gains one stack of birds, and takes a bonus turn, and the cooldown of Wonder of the Force is reset. So the heal is reset when somebody goes below 75%. It seems like a great um, a great character on paper. I cannot wait to play with him uh, past the event. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll get him eventually, but it's going to take me a good two, three months. Um, because obviously Quill and IG-11 are not going to be farmable for me uh, until January. Um, uh, But I mean, I'll have the other three characters uh, farmed by then, so at least I only need to be concentrating on uh, IG-11 and Quill, which will be nice. Correct. Any any, uh, last uh, um, comments on the kit before we throw to uh, story time with the llama and get Grim in here? Nope, nope. Let's get Grim in here. All right, guys, it's so, so wonderful. Thank you. We hope uh, if this is where you normally check out, we we understand. Um, we hope that you'll stick around for both the interview and also, um, and also, you know, the Patreon's choice is always fun questions. Uh, but if, if this is where you're checking out for during the show this week, thank you for at least spending the hour with us. We really do appreciate you each and every single one of you. And uh, we hope that you do stick around. Hang tight. Coming up after this break, uh, Grim from Reality Skew Gamers joins us to talk Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and more right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hello, Escape Padawans. It is the Llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod castaways are on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You can catch us on YouTube and on Twitch every week streaming Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, your favorite new Galaxy of Heroes show, GA Center, and so much more. Come catch us on the web. Are you a member of Team Paul or Team Neil? Maybe you prefer story time with the llama, or dabble in the buttery side of the force with Biscuit Weasel. Or maybe you like the escape pod talents from down under, like Heinze and Scotty. No matter who you support, you can get one of my designs from the Escape Podcast merch store. Just go to escapepodcastaways.com, click on the merch link, and it will take you to the Public site where you can support me, Mrs. Anthony, also known as Critty K. 
Also be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast's Discord server weekly to vote for my latest shirts in the Design Derby on Woot. Links for both of these are down below. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod Cast. Pinesy from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinzy on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content. And not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time, including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinzy today on YouTube, a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. Kids. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama in the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. This week on Journey Through the Journey Guide, we are going to be going through the Legend of the Old Republic Ancient Journey event for Jedi Knight Revan. Now, there are five characters required for this event. You'll need them at seven stars, gear nine, ability level eight, with Mark V mods. Those characters are Bastilla Sean, Jolie Bindo, Zalbar, Mission, and T3M4. There are six tiers in this event to take your Jedi Knight Revan up to seven stars. The event difficulty is easy to medium. It's a pretty straightforward event, and if you have the characters where they need to be with decent mods on them, you'll be good to go. Let's take a look into Jedi Knight Revan himself. He's a light side character, an attacker, a leader, a Jedi, and he also has the Old Republic tag. His basic ability, Ferocious Charge, deals special damage to the target enemy. The attack will deal 25% more damage to dark side enemies, and if the target is marked, Revan will actually gain 20 20% turn meter. His first special ability, Master Strategist, will deal special damage to all enemies. Revan will also dispel all debuffs on Jedi and Old Republic allies. Then, Revan will heal all Jedi and Old Republic allies by 10% for each Jedi and Old Republic ally. So that is stacking. So if you've got a full team of Jedi or Old Republic allies, he will heal for 40%. Revan also gains critical damage up and foresight for three turns. He also swaps turn meter with another target Jedi ally. Now, his second special, Direct Focus, inflicts buff immunity and march on the target enemy for two turns. This cannot be copied dispelled or resisted. It also increases the target enemy's cooldowns by one, which cannot be resisted either, and reduces their turn meter by 50%. It will also stun them for one turn. The attack cannot be evaded. It will also call all Jedi allies to assist, dealing 50% less damage. The marked debuff actually ensures that all of your allies are going to target that specific unit regardless of who has any other debuffs on the field or is stealth. So if you mark a specific enemy, all of your allies will be forced to target that enemy, period, end of story. With his leadership ability general, at the start of the battle, all Jedi and Old Republic allies will gain 5 speed, 5% critical chance, and 5% offense for each Jedi and Old Republic ally. So again, with this move, if you have a full team of Old Republic or Jedi allies, that percentage or amount is going to be stacked to 20 speed or 20% critical chance and offense. At the start of the battle, all Jedi allies will gain tenacity up for one turn. While Revan is in the leader slot and not in the ally slot, 
all units are immune to bonus turn meter effects from leadership abilities until the start of the first turn of battle. Now, whenever a Jedi ally attacks out of turn, they will recover 20% of their max protection and deal 35% more damage. When a Jedi ally uses a basic ability on an enemy with bonus protection, it will reduce the enemy's max health by 10%, which is stacking, but it doesn't work on raid bosses. At the start of each Jedi ally's turn, they also gain strategic advantage if no other ally has it. A Jedi ally with strategic advantage cannot be countered. So let's take a look at that, that buff strategic advantage. It will dispel all debuffs on the target other Jedi ally. They gain the strategic advantage. Buff and assist using their basic ability. This character uses their basic ability and loses strategic advantage. With his first unique ability, Savior, while another Jedi ally is active, Revan will ignore taunt on any other enemy. Also, the first time another Jedi ally would be reduced to 1% health, if Revan is active, they will recover all of their max health and protection. They will also gain critical hit immunity for two turns, take a bonus turn, dispel all debuffs on themselves, and cannot be defeated for the rest of the turn. While Revan is in the leader slot and not in the ally slot, Revan can also be saved by Savior. His second unique ability, Hero, grants Jedi Knight Revan immunity to stun and ability block. He'll, he also has plus 10% tenacity, health steal, max health, and max protection, as well as critical hit avoidance, defense, and critical damage. Other light side allies gain half these bonuses while Revan is active. These bonuses are doubled when he's in the leader slot and not in the ally slot. Revan has three Zetas. It's on his leadership ability, general, his first unique savior, and his second unique hero. All of these Zetas are absolutely excellent. I highly, highly suggest that you invest in your Revan and put all three Zetas on him. You will not be disappointed. Let's talk mods. Now you really, really want your Revan to be very fast. Definitely above 300 speed. Now, when you're looking at mod sets, I wouldn't suggest putting a speed mod set on him. Take a look at offense and critical chance mods because he really, really can benefit from the offense and the critical chance hits because he's already getting buffs and that's just gonna make him hit harder. And with the speed, he's gonna hit faster. When you're looking at what team to use with Jedi Knight Revan, it's pretty standard. There's not much variation. You can maybe swap out one or two characters, but you're gonna wanna use Jedi Knight Revan, Bastila Sean, Jolie Bindo, Grandmaster Yoda, and you can either use General Kenobi, or you can use someone like a Shock T, or you can use uh, Hermit Yoda, but it's really gonna be another Jedi character in there. Hermit Yoda is also really good to kind of fill that last spot if you want to use your General Kenobi on your Padme team. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the Llama and the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PVP plans and lots, lots more. Contact 
contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase, guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving incoming transmission. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's this week's incoming transmission, and we have a skewer. We have a skewer. Paul, why don't you properly and appropriately introduce our skewer for this week's incoming transmission? <laughs> Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, you guys do know Finn, you know, Ranger. I mean, everybody's seen Ouchie in chat. But this specific skewer has been a kind of a staple. Whenever we do talk to RSG, I like to try to get him on when I when I have the chance. He is a if I could equate it, this skewer is to RSG as the llama is to us. They are are a a loved portion of the community, and he, you see this skewer on the lunch streams with ranger almost at least every other day um and you know you'll see him playing dungeons and dragons on sunday which we'll get into that as well or saturday maybe even sunday well i'll, I'll ask when he when i pop him in here but you know I, I, I'm honored to call him a friend, and uh, I, I have gotten him addicted to a uh, game that we'll talk about as well. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Skewerverse, and popping out of the ethos in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen, Grim. Hello, Grim. What's up, guys? Hello, Governor. How's it going? Oh, it is an honor to have you on, and uh, I think this is your first solo appearance. Yeah, like last time Finn and Ranger were on, I was sitting in the background being all quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you had a Not lot of today. fun stuff to say Not in that. Not today. Not today. It's all about you. So, for those that actually um, that that want to know about the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes player in our guests, um, you do play the game, correct? Yes, I do. I've been playing since I think it was October 2016 is when I joined. Okay, so, so not a launch, not a launch player, but a year, a year after. Yeah, and oh man, the addiction <laughs> <laughs> that is Galaxy right. Heroes. So when when you when you come onto the Millennial Fulcrum and and you know we're in our escape pods here, you do have to clear through customs. Present to Neil your status of free-to-play whale dolphin what what are you grim 
I'd say I am an ex whale, really, because when I first started playing, I did whale out on several things, and then when uh, they decided to get rid of the the daily crystal pack, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no more. That was the end of my my spending, and I haven't spent a dime since. I've been tempted to here recently with the last couple of characters they've been releasing because they've been like hitting hitting a home run here with the the character releases. You know, Moff Gideon being the main one. I mean, oh, he's so mm-hmm. sexy. Okay. <laughs> so you have spent, so there goes the free-to-play card. Neil I'm not, Neil not will now 100%, to cut that up. I'm not 100% free-to-play, but I have been free-to-play for quite a long time now, though. So so, so you're establishing for Asylum in free-to-playville. Mm-hmm. But you're yep. tempted to leave the commune. I've been tempted. Yeah, come back in 12 months. You need to be clean. Um, you need to be clean for at least <laughs> at least two years. Need, I need to go to, be, to GOH to classed, Anonymous. To yep, yep. To be classed as born again, free to play. <laughs> to be clean for at least two years. Or, you know, having, have, have, have an account that is pure free to play, you know? It's understandable. You're pure blood, you know. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you're just a filthy mudblood. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So what's your GP? What what what's your character? Um, what's your roster look like? I I went heavy into dark side characters. So that's that's where most of my roster lies at. I think I broke I broke five mil with the release of Gideon. Okay. So. Uh any GLs? I have Kylo. And I'm working towards getting Ray, mainly because this new raid requires it. <laughs> Not necessarily. Not necessarily. There is a there's a slacker team for phase one that can also be used later. You know, we we'll, we may we may cover that uh, if we do a Christmas episode, we may cover rank or ideas. You know. Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> I need all the help I can get. <laughs> Yo, okay, guys, let's do do the first freaking phase. I, I only did two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, no, I, I, st- I, still, <laughs> I will I hang still my need, head in shame. I still need a fifth. I, I literally Wait. still need a fifth. I only have four characters, relic five and above, so I'm still holding out hope that. Uh, you know, we get a post from CG saying, we've listened to your concerns, we hear you, and we agree with you, and we're going to roll it back from Relic 5 to Relic 3. We're not going to change nice. the difficulty of the Rancor, but we will allow people who have Relic 3 to, you know, go in and, you know, maybe get a couple of hundred thousand. Because, you know, let's be honest, you know, if you're only getting three to four to five hundred thousand with relic fives you're probably not going to get more than a couple of hundred thousand with relic threes but if everybody's using all their relic threes all those 200 100 and 200 thousands you know add up yeah that's they what we like to see uh, you know uh, a shout out to darth derb of um of yavin four who posted let me let me just go check on this real quick Darth Derb posted in the raid discussion that they have finally completed what they needed to. They did damage in the new Rancor raid 
for two points. They did two damage. <laughs> they actually had characters survive. That's impressive. No, best best I've been able to do is three hundred thousand, and that's with my four. And that is um, JKL, Old Ben, Hermit Yoda, and Gigi. I just throw all four of them in with JKL as the lead, and it'll get me three hundred, three hundred thousand on phase one. I haven't seen what it can do on phase two or phase three, or phase four, because the guild I'm in hasn't made it past phase one, so. Yeah. We can't the, make the, it past phase one. We, even though we're a 240 mil guild, we can't make it past phase one. Yeah, the guild I'm in, we made it to phase two, but it, it was funny. We're like, like, yeah, we did it, and then we get in the Rancor 8, one character right off the bat. It's like, oh. That's nice. What, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Like hungry, hungry hippos. Literally eat yeah. the second you start the game. Yep. That sucks. And now, now, you know, Finn, you can finally use your ro- your gear, your Relic 7 Rose Tico. You know, people she's the one have that they recommend that. to throw in to get eaten by the Rancor every time. People have done that. I've seen it. <laughs> All right. So... You know, where are you at if you, you know, we, we kind of ran long in our in our second segment, and I do apologize, Grim. Um, so I'm going to kind of speed through a few of the questions here. Where are you at in the state of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Are you okay with where it's at? Or, you know, do you have reservations like some? Or are you are you excited for the future like some? I mean, there, there's there's a wide variety. You know, I'm worried but optimistic. I'm I'm kind of I'd say in between that right there. I mean, before I was like, oh man, this game needs really needs something to keep people involved because everyone that I know and including myself was starting to get really burnt out on the game. Cause it was same old, same old. And then they hit us with like GAC three V threes and stuff like that, that a lot of people, including myself can't stand three V threes. I love it. So, I mean, but then again, you know, you have the roster that can actually deal with three V threes better than like say my roster. Cause I, I have real high top end, so I'm up with the the, the, the big guys. I don't have the uh, what's the word Fl- more flushed out rus- roster, so I end up I getting stuck ball. against guys that I cannot fight in three v threes because I will get my well, I'll be nice and not not use bad words. I get my butt kicked. <laughs> 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 but uh, I don't know with with the Mandalorian with. What would I do for? What, what would you do? Let, let's put you in CG's shoes, and then we're going to ask you about other stuff that you that you're doing. But I, yeah, I have a bright outlook for the future of this game. If they keep on giving us characters and kits like Gideon and like Piet and the new Mando, there's we got a lot of good stuff in store for us as players in this game. And right. I'm looking I, I, forward I to it. I agree on that. You don't, see, uh, you don't see a you don't see a great reset of um, a lot of the older characters coming in twenty twenty one based off what they said in the uh, state of the galaxy. It's entirely possible they could they could do some reworks of the older characters. I know Ram Bam would love that to see Mace Windu actually get reworked. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, I wouldn't mind seeing Mace Windu become an ass kicker. 
pardon my language, because it's Mace Windu. <laughs> but I don't know. They haven't really given us much as far as like reworks of the older characters that everyone has been asking for for the past, what, five years? So that's one of the ones where I'll have to say it will remain to be seen. So, um, all right, uh, let's uh, let, let's move on because we, we are it's we're so close to the top of the hour here. You do a lot of stuff with RSG. I see that you're wearing the American Cancer Society hat. You guys do a really, really. Uh, you, you just disappeared there on the on the Twitch stream, but um, apparently the green screen doesn't ACS. like this. What what other stuff do you do with Reality Skew Gamers? Because I, uh, guys, if if you donate to any, you know, streaming fundraiser. RSG does a great job for for the ACS. We we try to do world uh, child cancer, but anyway, I'm I'm digressing. What other stuff do you do with RSG? Um, well, besides all the streams that we do with like all the games and stuff, we did do we do a lot of charity work as well. Like, of course, we did a, a lot with the American Cancer Society. A bunch of really really amazing people running that place, and we we did one with. Of course, it's got to be invisible with the Wounded Warrior Project uh, back in September, I think it was. And that was that was really fun. I enjoyed that one. A bunch of great people over there, too. And uh, yeah, as far as as the, the, the charities, that's all I've been around for so far. Well, what what streams do you join Ranger and Finn and the, the whole? I'm usually on the, the lunch stream Monday through Friday except for when like I have jobs come up because mm -hmm. <laughs> I got to eat somehow. Yeah. Uh, we, I've been trying to get Finn to, to do some more of the, one of my favorite games right now, which is phasma phasmophobia. It is a ghost hunting game where you try to find the ghost before it eats your face. <laughs> you know and uh you try to identify it's like clue for those yeah. who don't know phasmophobia is like clue but you're in those old ghost hunting tv shows that used to be popular back in the late 90s yeah it's 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 scary and it's it's an addictive game it's so much fun and then uh, let's see here. We've been doing some Borderlands Three stuff since they released the new new DLC for that. Um, and we do some Don't Starve Together, which is a pretty cool game. Which Ouchie has like is in the the or what would you call her? She's the master of that game. <laughs> she She's the one who doesn't starve. Oh yeah. She's the one that doesn't starve. We starve. She doesn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then you just got in and the, you know, this is kind of, kind of self-service in a way, shameless self-promotion, if you will. Um, you did just get into a new game. What game was that, uh, Grim? Oh, that would be that would be Cyberpunk 2077. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's, it's <laughs> Fallout 76. I mean, I had been doing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons type stuff, pencil and paper role playing for quite a long time. And I actually started out playing Cyberpunk 2077, the, the pencil and paper role playing game. And that's, you know, 
that was one of my favorite things. But uh, the Fallout universe just always has hit the 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 what's the word the all all the right buttons for me yeah. to enjoy a game and like i have well over six thousand hours in fallout 4 of gameplay <laughs> so you're already I, almost approaching that in 76 with me i i see i see 76 going a long way especially with all the 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 bug fixes that they've put in since since launch and hopefully one of these days finn will come play it with us yes <laughs> yes we, we and we have a sign at both of our camps that says we blame finn oh yeah so much fun so much fun running around that game with you paul <laughs> thank you hey it's my pleasure to, to share one of my favorite games Neil, do you have any questions for Grim about uh, about RSG and uh, may maybe even more SWGOH? Um, hmm. Let's see, uh, how how are you? Uh, how, how are you doing? I mean, I always ask about um, GAC. So, how, how is your GAC coming along at the moment? Are you a regular Kyber achiever, or because obviously you've just hit the five five mil, or is the competition just you know? too great for you it's it's really rough because i do run into people that have like four gls three and four gls at five mil yeah it's it's really really rough you've got a very top heavy but roster. i mean I, I am still enjoying it even though i'm getting my butt kicked i get to test out stuff that you know that i normally wouldn't get to try out in like say squad arena and stuff like that um and I don't I'm not really that competitive when it comes to GAC, even back when I was, you know, Lord GPN was winning a, a lot. It's just I mean, my entertainment out of GAC has been being able to test stuff out that I never thought would be possible. So you like to theory craft with GAC. Exactly. You, you like to. Yeah. yeah you see, I, I, I like to use territory walls theory craft. And you like oh. to use you like to use GAC theory craft. Yeah, if I theory craft in territory wars, I would not be in the guild that I'm in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh, what the heck are you doing? Get out!" <laughs> yeah, see that, that 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 you know, I'm I'm fortunate that uh, I'm in a guild that's uh, very very casual when it comes to territory wars. Not so much territory battles, but yeah, when it comes to territory wars, uh, thankfully I'm in a guild that is uh, very 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 casual get to play around and have some fun and theory crafting if if we ever get past the first wall that is a... any other questions for him neil because no, we are coming up to the yeah, top we of the are hour here to the top of the hour. i am good it's been um, a pleasure having you on mate as always always oh, good to always have a blast on. guys all right always so, a blast. so grim what do you have coming up in the next uh let's just say in the next uh, by the end of the year do you have anything coming up that you're going to be doing uh on a stream near us well let's see here tomorrow night uh we're going on the rsg youtube we are going to be doing uh our wild mount dungeons and dragons game which uh we have a lot of skewers and and a uh uh, fellow uh, po uh, escape podcaster wife. That's the the game that Christy shows up on. She's playing one of the most adorable characters I've ever 
got to play with in a D&D campaign. So <laughs> what to tell uh, really quick, tell us about what type of character, if somebody wants to tune into RSG and, and watch you play, what are they going to expect as far as your character? Are you, are you an elf? Are you an orc? Are you a, uh, you know, what are you? Well, I, I play an orc. Oh, you do play an orc. orc. Okay. Uh, that's a, a cleric of the Raven Queen. And he's, he speaks with a Scottish accent. And that's a horrible Scottish accent. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, seriously? Yeah, that, that was more Irish than Scottish then. Well, <laughs> what, which is uh, funny because I'm Irish, not Scottish. So. <laughs> to be sure. Uh, what, what else do we, uh, what else can we find you on before the end of the year? Uh, Monday through Friday on the, the Reality Skewed Gamers lunch stream on YouTube. Uh, at noon uh, Eastern time, I'm usually on there. Uh, then we do Don't Starves on uh, on Tuesdays and Sundays. Sometimes we play Borderlands 3 and, or Phasmo. All right. And how do people find you? Because because this is actually over two different services. How do people oh, find yeah. you? Well, look up uh, Reality Skewed Gamers, all one word, on Twitch. We do a lot of stuff on Twitch as well. Uh, and if you go go on over to YouTube, it's the, the same thing, just with, you know, spaces in between reality skewed and gamers. And look for the, uh, the RSG logo. So and for those who don't know what the RSG logo is, it's red and black. It's a guy with a baseball hat, hat on backwards. And, uh, and it, I yeah, always and it looks like glasses with a scar. What's going on in the background here? <laughs> well, the, you know, for the podcast audience that doesn't know, you guys can click on the link down below in the description of this episode. And if you're on YouTube, it is down below in the description. Um, any parting words before we uh, before we send you back to the wasteland, Grim? Oh, it's going to be good to go on into 2021 and may the force be with everybody. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, stick around. Helly and the Noob coming up. And after this, uh, if there's any breaking news, we're going to get to that. And Patreon's choice, one of the uh, final ones of this year, coming up right here on the Escape Pod. Thank you for showing up, Grim. Cast. The Escape Pod Cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. 
Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. And now time for something completely shameless. I'm never going to get this done. Alanix? So much to do. Alanix? In so little time. Alanix? What? There you are. I've been here the entire time, noob. Feedback. Oh. Wait. I totally get it now, huh? I can see how repeatedly calling out someone's name can get super annoying, especially if done every single time you're searching for him. Huh, I guess a bucket of bolts is right to claim it's infuriating. Who'd have thunk it? Wait, what was that already? Uh, uh, n- nothing new. What you need, droid? just wondering, did you see my latest post on Bluebird? Ugh, come on, noob. You know that I don't peruse any of that waste-of-time nonsense. Why do you keep messing with these social media apps? I keep telling you, it will fry your logic circuits. I would really appreciate if you could... Log in. To help me do something, Linux. Oh, jeez, here we go. Okay, noob, I'll bite. <clears throat> What's the problem this time, noob? And how will my logging into a social media app help anything? Well, you see, I'm trying to get my selfie to... Go viral. Seriously? And if I can accomplish this, it may help us... Gain notoriety. Oh, jeez. If that can start increasing traffic to... Our content. Noob? Yes, Alex? Go away. I'm busy. No buts about it, mister. Uh, I, I was just trying, trying, trying to be... Helpful for the holidays. And, 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 and show us doing a good deed. What good deed, noob? We're out in the middle of nowhere minding our own business and barely interacting with anyone. Wait a second. What exactly were you doing when you took that selfie? Um, holding a can of beans? You mean... The one single can of beans we've had sitting on the shelf in the cupboard for the past six months? Yes. And what exactly did you type into the caption? Only that Christmas time is the time of giving, so everyone should give, 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 give whatever they can to help the less fortunate. And did you actually donate our one can of beans, noob? No. Meatbag. You know... I could have sworn. I've told you this a thousand times, newbie. We do good deeds for the sake of doing them, not for any virtue-signaling hollow net points. But... Look, 
you can't post a selfie holding a can of beans, alluding that you donated said can of beans to a charity if you haven't actually done so. But no buts. And you know what? Beings that I know you love these oh so much. Please no. You guessed it. I got a short PSA that can help you understand, bud. Somebody please disconnect my power supply. This PSA is brought to you by Hellenix. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. And the 2020 Christmas holiday season. Happy Christmas on a Kwanzaa life of Festivusica. False altruism during the holidays. What is it? Why is it happening? And who stands to benefit? In this Swuggo PSA, we will explore truly altruistic behavior during the holidays and the many myths that surround it. During the holidays, many people donate to charities, either by donating items like food, clothing, or toys, or volunteering their time to help those most in need. Engaging in these acts can be a great way for all of us to give what we can, thereby making the world a slightly better place. This not only helps those in need, but it also makes us feel a tiny little bit better ourselves. Giving is truly altruistic. Unfortunately, some folks make posts on various social media sites, like Facebook and Twitter, announcing how virtuous they are due to their holiday season charitable giving. Whether these folks did or did not actually make a charitable contribution, the act of announcing the good deed to the world is not very tactful. If you ask me, and I just did, it makes one look shameful. And while I admire shameless self-promotion, I do not encourage shameful, false altruism. Today we will try to navigate these muddy waters and determine what's a good deed, and more importantly, what's a blatant virtue signal, and what could be done about it by you, the cherished listener and viewer. We've all seen it. Some twit on Twitter makes a post about how they can't believe more people don't support some international charity, especially during the holidays. How dare you! While many of us that can give quietly go about our holidays giving what we can, where we can, and how we can, these folks seem to care more about their internet clout and making themselves look good. Sadly, sometimes these selfish don't even practice what they preach and donate nothing at all during these devastating economic times. Frankly, these people make me sick. Seriously, everyone, listen up. This holiday season, I'm asking each of you to do me a solid. Each of you can do this easily regardless of how much disposable income you have, or even how much free time you have. Your December Hellion the Noob homework assignment is do at least one good deed this December and tell no one that you did it. It could be something small, like donating one can of beans to your local soup kitchen, or volunteering for an hour at said soup kitchen, serving food to the needy. Of course, it could definitely be something much bigger and bolder if you'd like, for sure. I know many of you already do these things. What I'm asking all of you is to do just one of these charitable acts without mentioning it publicly anywhere. <laughs>
Not a word to anyone. Not even me. This year, do it just for the sake of doing it. And not for the sake of the pat on the back, the tax write-off, or the internet brownie points you'll receive. Do it just to make the galaxy a better place. I promise it will do wonders for your soul. And I promise to do the same myself as well. Will you make the same promise? And uh-uh, no telling. Not even in this chat. Just do. And together, we can change the world without requiring anything in return. This has been Hellenics. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. For the Hellenic Swuggo YouTube channel. And doing good just for the sake of it. Oh, and Merry Christmas, everyone. No, I will not be doing a joke at the end of this one. I'm trying to be serious for once. So do you see now, noob? Wasn't that PSA helpful? Noob? Yes, Lennox. Look. This PSA was actually helpful. Wait, what? Really? Yes, Hellenics. Really, I'm going to delete the post and try to just find something good to do for someone not as well off as us. Maybe I could try repairing... TTC 14. Like, 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 like we said we'd do at the end of Season 1. You know, that sounds like a very nice idea, noob. And, uh, newbie? Yes, Hellenics? I'm proud of you, bud. Thanks, Hellenics. One more thing before we go, noob. Yes, Hellenics? Don't forget to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. Right. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to, 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 to all our wonderful listeners, viewers, and all of you wonderful meat-meat-meat-bags out there. From everyone here at the Shameless Self-Promotion Studios and all the tunes aboard the Argo and Space Swallow and everyone involved with the Escape Pod, Cast, may the force be with all of us in 2021. And beyond! We're gonna need it. The Escape Pod. Cast. The Bridge. And welcome back to the show, everybody. It's our fourth and final segment. We're on the bridge for Patreon's choice. Been a pretty good yes. show today, hasn't it, Paul? It's been a very good show. Thank you. As, as I said, coming back from the break, uh, I don't know if it bled over or not. Thank you for doing this show for me. I needed it today. Um, I, I assume you did too after. Uh, I needed you know. a break after a busy day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> very it's busy day. It's fun. Thank you to all of the listeners, all the subs, all the Patreons that have stuck around um, for our fourth segment. We Thank do you for the choo choo. Yeah. All right, so let's get to Patreon's <laughs> choice. Um, we're going to do this kind of rapid fire because we got uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Got 16 questions. Okay. Uh, JJ Manners is typing one right now. <laughs> if you're not a Patreon, you can throw one into... Uh, Throw one into the mix by uh, uh, by doing a fourth segment question for just a thousand channel points. If you're watching live on Twitch, all right. What three characters from the Hollow Tables do you think have a kit that don't match the character, and what changes would you make to correct this? Fulcrum, she should be Phoenix. Yeah. Um, 
Kurosawa Underworld Police. What the heck are they doing? And uh, Mob Enforcer. Really? Go ahead. Neil? Uh, I would say um, Farm Boy Luke um, needs to be a lot more tougher than he is. Mace Windu, Shatterpoint just isn't Shatterpoint. It actually needs to, you know, if you're going to call something Shatterpoint, then it needs to actually be as OP as what it actually is in canon. Um, and I think I would go with my uh, my third one would be Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper, you know, they're canon, so there should be lots of them. You know, Stormtrooper should be like the B1 battle droid. You know, <laughs> you hit one, another one turns up, and another, and another, and another, because they're just cannon fodder. They should be turning up left, right, and center. So, All right. yeah. Do you think CG will ever do, introduce a system where two players battle at the same time against an enemy? And how would you like to see it work? I think Conquest is going to be like that, Neil, to be honest with you. Uh, um, maybe. I, I, I can Live PvP is a certainty just within the next five years. I have no idea when they will do it at some point because everybody I else does it. I think this live PvE first is going to be what it is. Uh, what are your top five vehicles you would like to see introduced to the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Um, I'd like to see the TIE Defender. If you count that as a uh, vehicle, it's a space vehicle. Um, I'd like to see an AT. I'd like to. I'd like to see the big vehicles. ATST. I'd like to see land speeders. I'd like to see um, those type of things. I guess my top five would be look at look at the iconic vehicles. Mm, yeah, I'd like to see. <clears throat> excuse me. I'd like to see Red Five. Is we've got Biggs and Wedge, so yeah, it makes sense. I'd like to see Red Five. I'd like to see the um, uh, OG Lando's ship. I'd like to see the Lady Luck. Uh, I think that would be a, a good a good ship to see. Uh, I I don't see why we don't just uh, you know also have pilots that are a crew of capital ships in there. You know so you know in their solo ships as well. Uh, Mace had one. Um, GG had one, and. Um, uh yeah i think that's five in it all right favorite breakfast cereal captain crunch uh crunching up cornflakes do you have a star wars christmas star wars themed christmas decoration on your tree i have two r2d2s and a darth vader no i don't ah uh, well zaz says he's very disappointed that you don't <laughs> You're both going to do a Star Wars cosplay event. Each of you choose a costume that the other you think that you think the other could totally pull off. I really think that you could do Grump Face Luke pretty well, Neil. Okay. Um, I think that you could do. If you say Porkins, I leave the show right now. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say. Uh, I wasn't gonna say Porkins. I was trying to think of a um, a character that's got the you know the bugger grips, um, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Agent um, Callus. Huh? Agent Callus. Yeah, yeah, Later you can do Agent Callus. Yeah, because yeah, he's got the bugger grips. Yeah. There we go. All right. Uh, what's your best? Uh, what's your best Christmas jumper slash sweater? Uh, my wife draws for Woot.com. My favorite. Uh, my favorite one is uh, her. Her step one: cut a hole in the box, ugly Christmas sweater T-shirt. I only have one sweater, and I think it's a red knitted wool jumper with a Christmas tree on. That's it, literally. <laughs> and, it's just a Christmas tree on a woolly jumper. And Zaz to Claus, or Zaz says, have you been naughty or nice this year? I ask because of my name this month. Um, I've been pretty, uh, pretty naughty as far as uh, not being the best person I can, but I'm always trying to be better. So does that make it nice? I, I have been nice. 
Favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. Die Hard. What social gathering are you most looking forward to once COVID has been thwarted? Uh, I would like to. I would like to get together with you, Neil, and go to Anaheim or go to uh, celebration. Yes, yeah, that would be a cool. Yeah, celebration would be a good one to go to. Definitely. Uh, what's your favorite? Uh, the the next questions are from Doctor Jojo. What's uh, What's your favorite Christmas food or drink? Uh, the Christmas cookies that my wife has sitting out in the uh, uh, in the kitchen right now. Turkey. What has been the best and worst Christmas gifts you have ever received? Um, best would be the dog that uh, I love so very, very much. Uh, the worst Christmas gift. Um, I always make the joke that it was the dust buster that my mother gave me a few years ago because all dust busters suck. Mm-hmm. Um, best Christmas. Uh, uh, best Christmas. <laughs> it's going to sound weird. This best Christmas gift I ever got was from my ex and it was Black's Law Dictionary. I, that's going to sound weird, but it just was at the time. All right. uh, and the worst. The worst, um, worst would actually be from the same person. Um, it was uh, it was uh, the force. It was the force unleashed on the Wii, um, <laughs> because I I'd, I'd already told them what gig video game I'd really really like, and when I saw the video game case, I'm like, oh, you remembered? And I opened it, and it was Force Unleashed, and I was like, yay! Thank you so much this game mm. best but and worst she made Christmas. up by giving me the best Christmas present immediately afterwards best and worst you've ever given the best um, I, I think it's uh, every single year I get my wife the Delbert calendar and she looks forward to it every single year uh, the day by day one uh, the worst that I've ever given and yes this is a real true story and in, if you're in the after show after this I'll explain a secret Santa gift of KFC um best and i literally actual a bucket of chicken anyway go ahead best um the best and worst it's gonna it's it's another strange one best and worst christmas gift i've ever given to somebody is the same gift Uh, best christmas gift i ever gave uh, was was my ex uh it was a wee with all of the bits and pieces because all she'd gone on about for six months was how much she enjoyed playing at her friends and it was the worst because after i got her a wee she then never played it, <laughs> which was just so weird. All right. Best way to eat eggs? Right. Nah, scrambled for me with a little bit of milk and uh, some spices that are part of the family secret recipe. And uh, are you excited that the McRib is back? Yes. And I will, after this, I will go knock over a drink onto my wife because every single time that the McRib is back, funny story about this, I've always knocked over a drink into her lap as part of the excitement that the McRib is back. Spoiler alert, I don't like the McRib. Neil, are you excited the McRib is back? I don't do McDonald's. All right. Plasma asks, do you like eggnog? Never tried it. I do. I do. But I think eggnog is a little bit rich and therefore I cut it with 2% milk 50, 50. All right. Um, Dickie Darkside, do you actually think you can answer 16 questions in 15 minutes? 17 now. Yes. Yes. All right. JJ Manners adding three to this. Do you think (laughs) they could fix the mace by introducing a bounty hunter contract style buff for certain Jedi and who should be included? No, I don't think that they can. I I don't think that they should. Could they? Probably. Should they? No. Um, Who should be included? I don't think it should happen. Neil? 
No, it, it, I all all I think where Mace where Mace is regarding, I, I think all issues with Mace go away if they just make Shatterpoint better, like like it's supposed to. You know, if they just make Shatterpoint a buff consummate to what it is in canon, then it would just make the character infinitely better in the game and Rambam would be just, you know, massively, massively overjoyed, especially since he blew all of his, uh, you know, all of his fun money on Relic aiding that one single character. <laughs> all right, JJ Manners, two more questions here. Um, and I, I, you mu need to fill me in if I don't know about this. Uh, do you think we will get to see the whole story of Darth Plagueis the Wise in the Palp prequel show? I didn't hear about a Palp prequel show. Oh no, well, no, it's um, we, we were talking about the um, we were talking about the Acolyte, which is one of the shows that uh, uh, Lucasfilm and Disney are touting as you know one of the new shows that they're doing. So we were. Uh, we were talking about what could potentially be in it based off the era that the show gotcha. is going so to it be. Could be a it's going to be, um, I think it's it's something like 50 years before Palpatine's era. So it could include either a, um, it, it could include Plagueis as, I think it'll include Plagueis as both master and apprentice. So it will show him as the apprentice and then it will show him as the master of uh, Palpatine, because you know, if they want the season to have legs, um, then you know, a couple seasons, then th they need to show, you know, like like a two two limited, you know, a two season limited series. Show what season one with him as the apprentice, and then show a second season of of, of Plagueis as the uh, master, and then they can introduce a right. young Palpatine. Gotcha. Uh, we desperately need more Kairos to earn the 2000 needed for new Mando. Ideas? Yes. Sell your body on the street. Tongue-in-cheek. Um, set, uh, set in tongue-in-cheek, by the way. Just use your GAC currency on them. That's what I do. I just hoard them. Every time I get GAC currency, that's all I do. It's Kairos, 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 Kairos. Yep. Now yep. that I've gotten both ships at seven, that's what I do, too. All right. Neil. Uh, Patreon's only question. I'm technically a Patreon. Mm -hmm. My question to you, and then I'll answer the question myself. If this happens to be our last show of the year, is there any special credits that you'd like to give? Um, yeah, uh, I'd like to credit um, uh, the uh, the backroom staff uh, uh, of the Escape Podcast away. So, you know, the Llama for doing the um story time with the uh, the llama in both audio and video format hope to see more video format ones um the uh, um the uh, the always present and uh, uh vocal um uh, uh what is it horse box is it no sorry <laughs> Hellenix. um always always a pleasure to um to see and be involved in new uh, uh new episodes that uh he's uh, uh always producing for the the third break um so al always always a pleasure to see those uh definitely um uh, uh all of the other backroom staff that help with the other shows that we do um um my uh co-host for ga center flair um who's there every single week and you know constantly 
call it, we're constantly conferencing and talking about how we're going to do the reports and you know what we're going to say um everybody that's part of the backroom staff you know andy beads for week in and week out uh, producing the the spreadsheet for the um uh, for the competitors and for everybody to uh, to see um you know moon and you know everybody that does every you know all those little bits um and of course yourself for being my uh, hetero life partner and co-host on this show oh thank you neil um in addition to those uh, i'd like to thank sep for for working with us and partnering us um with us for ga center um means a lot to me and anybody that participates as a competitor in ga center and is active on active in that in that channel you guys have made the dream of neil flair and i and uh essentially moon as well um happen thank you moon for you know passing on that torch toyota um you know one of the great one of the great moderators to the stars um you know i i could go through and thank everybody but know that if you are part of ga center um even a viewer thank you so very very much for all the support you guys mean the world to us um patreons i i, I don't you know i don't know how else to say thank you except you guys brighten my day almost every single day neil the same to you my friend if i know that on friday nights when we record this show i've got a friend waiting for me on the other end that we're gonna have a, a, a fun show whether or not we've rehearsed it 50 million times or we're saying screw it let's just you know shoot the breeze winging and it. see what we get winging it some of our best episodes are us winging it so the best episodes are us winging it heck this one was uh was mostly winged you know it, it was a lot of fun and and um I wish you the best in 2021 and, you know, may we, may we take this, this millennial fulcrum farther into the unknown regions. Get to 150. Yeah. You know, it's been a wild ride and every single listener, thank you from the bottom of both Neil and I hearts, Neil and I's hearts. Uh, you know, join the discord with us and we'll let you know if we do record a Christmas episode. If we do, I will personally air it myself. Um, you know, so Neil can spend time with his family. Um, I will personally air that episode myself next week. Uh, same time, same channel. If you are watching us live on Twitch, we are going to raid the llama as she's finishing up all of her um oliver gac um the llama is is as you said one of the best parts of our of our crew and we hope you can support them just as you know you support us any final words neil hip your waiters and waitresses and please protect those that you love wear a mask and be nice to each other, damn it. If we don't see you then, Merry Christmas. 
We'll see you next time on the Escape Pod cast. Neil, push the button. You got it, mate. Toodles. This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship. Abandon ship. All personnel proceed to escape pods. Close down the circuit. Evacuate the city. Southerners come back to the has been activated. Abandon ship. Where is it? Where is it? It's going to be here. Out of order. Even in the future, nothing works. This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Uh, Counting down. Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog. (laughs) 